Alright, so I think we're just gonna outsource the music. I'm gonna buy some. You don't want some American pride? Some <laughs> made in the USA? Some music at some point. Probably not next Probably not in a month, but we'll figure it out. We just need that segment from the Batman, the Dark Knight, where he's just going at it. That famous music. That's it. That's all we need. Can we have it for like $5? Can't use that. Uh, all right. So anyway, getting into our our stuff here. Welcome to Take Under. Joseph here with Hector. Whoop whoop. And a little frustrated, but we'll get into it. <laughs> First off, follow up from last week. Apologies to Santana Garrett, who we did not mention in our recap of the Royal Rumble, in which we mentioned every participant from NXT except for her. It seems we like WWE forgot that she was in this company. And I follow her on Instagram, too. <laughs> so apologies to the ringmaster. She deserves better. I th- yeah. I want to say she deserves better, but I, I honestly don't know because we haven't seen anything else from her. But again, apologies to her. We should have at least mentioned that you were there because she was announced as NXT's yep. Santana, Santana Garrett. She was the one that, upon rewatching, made me realize that Rhea's gone because every NXT person, and I don't know if that was them trying, if that's how they did that, kind of playing that hand every nxt person was mentioned nxt nxts like this yeah. they were correlated there Rhea had no mention of nxt at all when she came out which is cool she's there it, here's the one of the annoying bright. things if you saw her pictures today we are probably going to get a repackage of Rhea, which is so annoying why are they repackaging these characters Triple H is handing you finished products. You tried to have this character when you had Becky two years ago, and she's back in better form in Rhea. You can make that booking, but no, you're going to make her like a baby face, and I do not get it at all. These Some of these decisions are just so baffling to me. I will have to take a look at these photos later because I did not know that's what's going on. I mean, I, Liz is trying to make me be optimistic about it because she still kind of looks the same she has like the her shorter hair but it's more platinum now said something about you need to read the caption because it doesn't seem like it's gonna be the in your face Rhea who is going to just destroy you we'll see we'll have to see what it is and so I don't want to like talk out of turn I trust Rhea I don't trust this company we'll see where it goes I it just looks like another repackage and I don't understand why it's happening yeah you yeah, I don't trust them at all either. What, Keith Lee was a finished product, and then they put him in a singlet and changed his music, and I know he keeps defending it, and he wanted to and all that stuff, but I was like, dude, you were set to take on everybody. You didn't need anything to be changed. That's why he loved you, and now you're going up against Riddle or weird... Like, uh, no, not even yeah. going to get into it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we don't have to. We can maybe dedicate a whole other like ranting episode, and we'll go through repackage the repackage. And we all have four rants that we one was terrible. But anyway, moving on. Um, so two hundred five live. Did you watch it this week? No, <laughs> I don't blame you. Um, I did tune into it. I will say that I did not watch it because get this, they have now combined Bollywood boys. And Ever Rise into one tag team. They were fighting Arya Davari and Tony Nese, I think, which uh-huh. I could not. I mean, that speaks for itself. Ever Rise and the Bollywood Boys, one of each were in a tag team to fight these two. And I, I didn't watch it, I will say that much. Is that like a Midwest Indian fusion type of restaurant now or something? <laughs> I guess. <laughs> Just cheese whiz all over. Oh my god. <laughs> cheese whiz uh, and curry. Yeah, and curds. Uh, uh. Uh, and then um, they had a Jake Atlas fight with At- uh, Austin Gray. Austin Gray was the third person in that match I told you about in our last okay. episode. It was Davari, Gray, and Atlas, where Davari stole the win. Um, Austin Gray is kind of like a rocker. He's not the rock, Dr. Roxo, the rock, the rock and roll clown, the old dude that we know. He's a newer guy, I think. He was that guy's tag team partner, or was supposed to be his tag team partner or something. But okay. I have no interest in Gray. I do like Jake Atlas, but you got to put him up against somebody that I that I care about for me to 
They're trying, to, man. They're trying. To At least they to, got you. <laughs> I mean, I know this stuff happened, but I could not care less about the work that was put in or the results. So, NXT UK, you watch? No, but I hear there's yeah. a forever champion there. We'll get into that. Uh, Jordan Devlin was there, which we have no further information about, so until f- until then, no comment. But uh, Nina Samuels fought Zaya Brookside, and it, w- it was fine. Uh, Nina's not someone that I watch this show for, but to be fair, it's only like three people that I watch this show for, <laughs> and one of them is actually coming into the show. Uh, Mike Michael, I think, is, her, is how you pronounce it. Are you familiar with her? Uh-uh. She was in the Mae Young Classic. Um, she's been around forever. I think she's wrestled in Japan. She's wrestled all these cool places. She does a really cool kick uh, called a scorpion kick where she'll like, run up on somebody and then like she kind of flips and kicks them in the head. Uh, okay. It's fucking cool. You should look up her Mae Young matches. She's, she's pretty Mayko. cool. She's coming in to fight Kaylee Ray, the forever champion. The one and only forever champion. I don't know where this... This tone change came from. <laughs> you, you know. You know. Uh, but whatever. We don't have to get into that right now. So, yeah. Uh, we didn't talk about this last week because I think you barely... I didn't even know about it. You were the one that told me about it after we'd wrapped. But Peacock. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so everything's going to be changing for us NXT people. Uh, if you're UK <laughs> or 205, not so much. You're just going to have to watch it on something called Peacock. Uh, so WWE has set a distribution agreement with NBC and sold all the rights for five years to Peacock for over a billion dollars like they've done with all their other Jeez. network rights. But it's going to affect probably NXT partially because NBC is also shutting down their sports network because they realize that you can't compete with NB or with the ESPN, so they're gonna merge it into USA. So hockey, Premier, and NASCAR will all air on USA, and then some things on Peacock, which means either NXT is gonna be moved from Wednesdays to Tuesdays, or it's gonna be an exclusive Peacock event. So that's gonna suck. Which means airing on Peacock. Yeah, airing on I Peacock honestly... or on USA on Tuesday. Which is cool because then more people can watch it, which would be great. I don't but... want it on Tuesday because Impact's there. And, I mean, more people would watch it. I would definitely, I would not tune into Impact to watch it on Tuesday. But then you split your audience. There's nothing on Thursday. Just take Thursday. Or they move it to Wednesday and give it an exclusive. If they do an exclusive thing on Peacock for NXT, this is all speculation. But yeah. this is just based on everything that's going to happen in USA. Just kind of um, like the way it works. Yeah, that if they move it as an exclusive thing on Peacock, because I think they have an option to change the contract at the end of the year, um, give them another half hour, because they deserve two and a half hours to perform. And without commercials, I'm okay with it if it's all live. Um, but if you're going to move it, I actually would prefer Tuesday, because I... I don't got anything in between there. Better. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, uh, other than a AEW after dark or dark or whatever. Um, but this gives an advantage. If this goes down this way, this gives an advantage to AEW because they really have no competition they on Wednesday. And then TNT, the only times they ever have to change, they actually just push back by an hour because it's an NBA basketball game, which is a great lead in to yeah. for them. <laughs> so. Uh, yeah, I mean. I honestly think best case scenario is Peacock exclusive because how fucking much better was this show when it was only on the network? It's true, but it was also taped as well, though. Yeah, I mean, and honestly, I don't, I don't care about that. Like that, if, if the show was, if the show was better for it, I'm fine. Especially because we still get live takeovers, so I'm fine with that. Um, it took them a long time to find their footing once they were on the network. They were good for a while. Pandemic hit. Pandemic wrestling sucks, but they did made do. They're finally starting to get like some more traction now that they can put some, some a little bit of people in the performance center. But 
Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if it's just they can get away with cooler shit on when it's just when it's not on the network, but I I think that might be the best case scenario, personally. Yeah, if it if it does get even if they don't get the extra time. If it goes through the network, that'd be great. If because if we can watch it without ads and it's just a consistent like two hours, that'd be great. Yeah, that that's their time actually. Um yeah. and then yeah. no influence like then they, I think they wouldn't have to worry about the influences. Like, oh, we can bring in more stars from the other shows over to help with ratings. No, no, just, just leave it how it was. It's perfect. Like, you don't need yeah. to modify a beautiful car. You put a big fat spoiler in the back, and that looks stupid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just do it. I mean, you can do it for some people who want to come in, but you don't have to force it. In the case yeah. of like the one, the, the one storyline that everybody other than me hated last year, which was Charlotte taking on me. <laughs> Um. Yeah. So yeah, that that sounds cool to me. I mean, it sounds like it could work, but we'll have to see. And the cool thing is that you, if you're a WWE Network person, like you still get to see everything on Peacock. You get all your pay per views, everything that was there for the next five years, and you pay half the price. But yeah. if you want to be no commercials, you still pay your ten bucks. And this is only for America. But the word is that. WWE's brokering deals with every region that they're in so they can do this. So imagine getting a billion a pop in every region you're located for five years. So stop making shitty storytelling decisions. (laughs) Pay your wrestlers. So many, so much money. Give them healthcare. Make the best product. Oh Oh my God. Yeah, that's, I mean, it's a boon for the McMahons. I'm happy for Stephanie. I can say that much. Uh, yeah. So much money. So much money. Uh, yeah. So moving on, then I guess. Uh, we did get final. We I want to talk about this, even though we're not a recap show. Uh, Zaya's master finally has a name. It is Tian Sha, and she also has an hour long briefing about her history. About her dad was the emperor, and her brother took over. Then she's trained by a dragon, and she's a thousand years old, and she's choking out Boa. So that's all the stuff from the last two weeks. What do you think about it? I'm okay with it because it was same. It was filmed by the same documentarians that did the original Blair Witch. Um, <laughs> uh, I'm okay I with this. I don't get why they had her face covered up, but they had her hands. Else. No, her face uh, had like a a mask on it. Oh, but yeah. last week it didn't. I wonder if it's because uh, problematic Casey was at that Super Bowl party. <laughs> now that I think about it, she's like, I'm not being in this segment with her if I don't have a mask on. The I just really, really want to know who this wrestler is because I was like, I was trying to do I forgot what musician. It's in a movie somewhere. But looking at the wrist, and I was like, no, like, she's built. She doesn't have, like, a, like a tiny wrist. So I was like, who is like, reverse picture search or anything? I don't know. Like, I don't I think the looking... veil helps up or, helps or yeah. anything. And then I'm like, what other contract or who? Watch it. Watch it. What's it be? Uh, that wrestler that causes trouble. Oh, what's her name? She was on Impact, and then they fired her. Her dad's on AEW. Oh no, <laughs> Tessa. Yeah, Tessa Blanchard. Oh man, they secretly I... signed her, and that's her. Oh. That's why she whooped Boa's ass. <laughs> that would lead into some. Uh, that would go. Oh man, that would track with a lot of other decisions and news that we heard today. I can say that much for sure. Oh man, I hope I hope you're wrong for sure. Oh man. I yeah I don't know what they're doing with that but I was looking at like rumors or like any sort of signings that anybody might have known about and nobody no it's all quiet yeah the only thing that I noted or yeah the only thing that I saw was that was kind of interesting was there was I think it was like mid December end of December they trademarked five names we've seen three of them so far one of them was T N Shaw uh the other two Mm -hmm. were uh, Nash and Carter from MSK. And the next two are similar in... I should have wrote them down. I didn't. But they're similar in makeup. They're two... They seem like uh, Chinese names. Okay. Either Chinese or Japanese names. So I'm wondering... My theory, which I think would be cool, is after what we saw this week, is Caden and 
<gasps> they uh, become Casey part of the group. Get snatched up, and they now have alter egos, and they could like get imposed some sort of dragon or something the way that that woman has put into them. Or they just there. There's other people at the performance center that are gonna have these names, and that's who Casey and Caden are gonna. Be. They get captured in the hex. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be kind of cool. Yeah. So we'll we'll have to see where that goes. But we're we've seen progress finally after all these months. We have names. We have where this is going. And even though I think that intro was way too long, I looked back on it. It was only two minutes. I'm just being an asshole. Uh, <laughs> moving on. So. Royal Rumble Fallout, we didn't really talk about it because it's not our show, but our Royal Rumble winner was Edge. Yeah. And he decided to make an appearance this week. And, well, technically he made an appearance last week, but... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, he decided to make an appearance since our last recording, I'll say that. Uh, Yeah, I was happy with this. Yeah. I'm ha- To see, one, not even him speaking, but to see him in the ring... With, with freaking Finn Balor, and then like we done, I was like, "Can you all just beat up each other right now?" Like I'm okay with this. Let's uh, just throw him in on that. Yeah, Sunday yeah. Match. She, I mean, he's not allowed to win, but he'll be. He'll yeah, be, he'll be, be there. To, yeah, to be able to start participate. I I think this was a smart move on on Edge winning. It's a perfect right of nostalgia. It also like revamps what his return was last year, which he. Which was kind of got thrown up because of everything with COVID, even though he did a great job and got injured. But no, like this, this got me so hyped up when I watched it. Like I've seen the clip. It's not that it's not long or anything, but it's just cool to see him there. And yeah. I really hope he chooses NXT, but it might be copying Charlotte from the year before too much. But whatever, I I don't care. Whatever happens, it's all gonna be good. <laughs> So, moment. Do you think he's going to pick Finn? Yes or no? If Finn wins, yes. If Finn wins against Pete Dunne, you think he fights Finn Balor? Yeah. Uh, even though everybody wants rest- him to at WrestleMania. Yeah, even though everybody wants him to wrestle, unless he wrestles two people at WrestleMania, and then he can do Just that. Get all the champions in there because Drew McIntyre's boring as fuck. So why does everybody like him? Also, so they gave boring. him a so- sorry. This is gonna be a small rant. Um, <laughs> they gave him a sword. It's so fake. Like I know it's steel, but it's such a fake sword. And then he shoves <laughs> it into the ground, and it does a ka-ching sound. It was. <sighs> Man, I wish Sean Connery was around and just be like, give me that thing back. (laughs) Yeah, just when he has his promo, is like you see where he's trying to get into it, and he's trying so hard. That's what I appreciate about him, but it's just so flat to me. Uh, Put him, Roman, Finn, Edge, all of them in a match together, it'll tear the fucking house down. And it's the only thing that's going to overshadow Bianca and Sasha. Let's be real about that. Um, Yeah, I don't think he's going to choose Finn. I think... The potent- I hope, I don't know how long he's going to stick around, and the way that he used to talk about Roman on their old podcast, I, that match has to happen, and the, where Roman's at right now has to it's happen, perfect. Think, because Drew is just too boring, Finn is kind of doing his own thing, and I don't think that, I think Edge is too big for that, and his return was too big for NXT right now. NXT doesn't need that spotlight, because I don't think it does that well with that spotlight, which we saw. In the decision last year. The only reason that people don't hate this is because it's Edge. It was, like, it was, yeah, you're saying it's the same storyline with Charlotte, and everybody hated it except I didn't get, I didn't, I didn't, well, yeah, I, I get it. Everybody was hating on it, but I was like, why? It was still a good match. Like, I didn't. I, yeah. I and we got like, multiple good matches from yeah. it, too, because she fought Bianca. She still fought, we got that EO and uh, Rhea triple threat. That was, yep. I thought that was a good match. I know you didn't like it that much. Or there, you had a lot of critiques about it. Um... So yeah, Triple H had a press call this week. Yeah, I think it was just today. And he was talking about Edge wanting to work there since he returned last year. Uh, which if you listen to Edge and Christian's podcast, he they do used like to NXT. gush about it. Yeah, he used to gush about it as much as we do. So they he like I believe that for sure. Uh, I'm excited to see if he does get any matches here and working with the young dudes there. That'd be kind of cool. Really fun. That that was what it, uh, I think Triple H was saying is that he is excited to work with the young guys and really put them over. 
which of course Edge is is gonna do. He's been doing it. He was doing it for Randy the whole time that he was back for the first six months or whatever. Yeah, if if he's gonna pick anybody, I would really like it to be Finn. But Roman Reigns is fine because on Raw they don't have no idea what's going on because Randy Orton looked like he got peeled the skin off, and the next week it grew back, and the Finn's not <laughs> back, and Alexa Bliss is back. Like, what is going on? Yeah, Raw the is one a... time I watch, I go, yeah, aloe vera has superpowers, dude. Oh man, Raw is in shambles, in, in my opinion. I don't like anything they're doing, and I said this before, and I said this in our group chat. Monday was the only day that I've wanted less women's wrestling. <laughs> um, yeah. So also, jumping off from there, and the press call that we had earlier, we got a bad announcement. Just a the worst. I don't even want to say the worst, but we had a terrible announcement from Triple H, and that is that Barstool is going to be welcomed into the pre-show desk. And I know that you're not, at least we talked about it a little before we got, you're not too familiar with them. And I got, so let me just say real quick, I just got to voice my displeasure with this, um, since we have this platform of whoever listens to this. Barstool is just a misogynistic, toxic culture producing company. They foster hostile fandoms, and like that's the reason that I dislike them. I hate the way that they impose billionaire philanthropic tactics by having token women, particularly their CEO, who WWE also lets sit on their board of directors. Um, and like that being said, WWE is not just WWE. This is NXT doing this, putting a barstool correspondent on the pre-show. Fuck this, dude! Like I hate this decision more than I hate Sam Roberts being there because Sam Roberts is an idiot and everybody hates Sam Roberts. But if you put Barstool there, you're condoning their bullshit and you're giving them a platform. And it's going to be another one of these, one of those fucking Trump things that we just willfully have to ignore or we need to find a new promotion, which I hear there's a few of them ganging up and having a lot of interesting, intriguing shit going on. So if you're trying to appeal to those, the mouth-breathing fans who love them, and like to say shit on Twitter, like, the women's evolution isn't a thing. Fans just didn't want to see one, that one bad match. Like, if those are the fans you're going for, you're not going to get them. Because they are bought into AEW full on. You should lean into these women. You should lean into the women who are your store, like, your bread and butter right now. And you can't do that while also platforming Barstool. I mean, you can, but it's fucking insulting as a yeah. fan. It's also insulting if you're in a, like, you're working for some, this company and they're like, wait. You don't, you're supporting them, but you're not like gonna support me. Well, you're supporting us at the same time. How does that make any goddamn sense? Yeah, I, I don't know, man. I don't get it. Like, you can look more into Barstool if you want to. I don't like to see if you, if you agree with what I'm saying. I, I think this is just object, objectively true, and I, I could not disagree with this decision more. When, when I found out they were doing the board of directors thing, like, fine because that's something I can put out of sight, out of mind. Mm-hmm. But now I will have to miss this pre-show. Dusty Cup update. Uh, we have our finalists. So Raquel and Dakota versus Casey Express, knocked out our pick, um, and they will be facing Shotzi and Ember, who beat Candice and Indy this week. I thought both of those matches were really great. I am a little puzzled by the decision for Shotzi and Ember. To, to go over on Candice and Indy, especially after they hit that finisher with it. When Indy hit that elbow, like it didn't look that awful. And Candice, the way that she, it was cool, but that eclipse and, and like Indy covering her with the way that they, the, the actual finish was cool, was also good. But I don't, I don't agree with this decision to put Shotzi and Ember here because I don't like them as a tag team. They works. They are They're so special. Much they should be singles. separate. Yeah. Um, yeah, because I really want to see Casey Express. I, I think something happened, and it should be Casey Express and Candice and Indy at the end. Those should be the two teams. No, nothing against Raquel and Dakota. Like, they earned it, and it's pretty much just Big Mommy Cole destroying everybody. But um, that's what I feel should have been. Should have been it. Something got messed up, or someone got placed in the wrong bracket, or whatever. Uh, and when Regal finally saw it, he's like, God damn it, whatever, we'll just go with this. <laughs> But I'm I'm excited for this Sunday. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, and then we had the run round that we didn't talk about. Legado fought Lucha and Juan. Tommaso and Thatcher fought Yui. 
Uh, they also won in advance. We don't have to talk about those matches, even though the Legado and Lucha House Party match was really good, I thought. Yeah, I, this I, week, I can't believe I missed that one. I'm an idiot. Yeah, you, you should go back and watch it. It's it's worth going back for sure, even if, I don't know. if To me, I like going back and watching them. Uh, so this week we had to get into the finals for Sunday. Grizzled Young Vets versus Tommaso and Thatcher, who won. And MSK went over on Legado, who got their asses kicked by Karen Cross later in the night. So, MSK and Legado, this match, this won me over on MSK. Good. Because of how good. It was so fucking good. <laughs> like, they were, like, there were some points, like, in the middle of the ring, like, okay, they're still getting their bearings. Like, they're still working on their bearings and how to work there. Mm-hmm. But these four guys together, oh man, can we yeah. have it again? Like, this is really good. And this is, I'm guessing, exactly how Legado was with Lucha House Party. Like, just let them go. Like, let them do their thing. This was really good. And MSK deserves to go to the finals, even though I wish it was Legado, because you got to give those guys a shot at the titles <laughs> at least once. Yeah. Um, was... But yeah, <sighs> go ahead. It was good. It was it was just good to have such a good NXT tag team match again. Like it's been, I feel like it's been so even even last week's match with Legado and Lucha was good, but this one felt like an NXT like one of those NXT tag team matches that we've been missing for the last few years that we've been talking about oh, yeah. like have been notably absent because you have teams like Grizzled Young Vets and you have other like just jerry rig teams that they weren't focusing on their division as much as a pillar as it had been for a while i think they let it flounder yeah and now it it's starting to show that potential now that you have msk who will hopefully win at least i think so at least i hope anyway legado's in there maybe i mean lucha can still come down and, and do stuff i mean they they had a lot of crappy teams in their tournament i think but there's there's still potential for for this division yeah in the I don't want to say this because it's not right, but <laughs> as as they sound like super shy for some reason when I'm talking right now, but god damn it, I hate grizzled young veterans <laughs> and 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 Tommaso and Thatcher. Like I'm trying, I'm really trying because it's Tommaso. Yeah. God, like even when we were when I was watching the last night and you messaged me, you're like, this is the this is the main event, and then he's in the emoji of, like, the sleeping bubble. I was like, no, don't do that to me. And I was like, I have no interest in this. <laughs> it was... Uh, it was so bad. Like, it was good. I will say it ended, it ended fine. The yeah. ending was really fine, and that, like, that was kind of where I, I, I bought into it. When, I guess just when, what I don't know their names, but when the dude grabbed him and Tommaso went for that DDT and fell, like, I, I loved that spot. And that was just like a cool tag. T- like that was in that moment was when I was like, they're, they're trying to make them. They're trying to make grizzled young vets. Um, what's their? What was their name here? FTR. Oh. Here. Fuck the revolt. Fuck the. I forgot what their name was. Dash and whatever is whatever his ass names. If anybody's listening to this, they know who I'm talking about. Um, they're trying to make them that that team, and like obviously that's their name. They're Grizzled Young Vets. Oh, like, Fitz, but, Fitz, not re- whatever. Keep going. I'm trying to. Still yeah, think yeah. Of their name. I, I can't even remember their name for some reason. It's just get, it's gonna come to us once we stop recording, and I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna edit this and just pop it in. Uh, but yeah, so like I think that's the the kind of role they're trying to play here, and then so thinking how that final sets up. Grizzly Young Vets versus MSK, like they're the veterans who aren't into the flashy. They're just trying to win, and they, they can do flashy when they need to. Which was the same with that. With, mm-hmm. oh, what's the fucking? What's their name? Uh, versus MSK, who are like all flash and all all style. That that's gonna be lead into a good match. I think. Yeah, and I will be cheering on MSK because <laughs> <laughs> I do not want Grizzled Young Vets to win. As, yeah. as much as they want to be strategic. And and replace FTR, which I have no idea who the hell their names are now. Um, I the, just the revival. The revival. Okay, there you go. We found the there name. Um, I yeah no. MSK's I didn't have to look it up. It came to me. <laughs> that, that's what I'm gonna go for because 
I really like the Dusty Cup. I've enjoyed every single year that I've watched it. Not since it began. But this one just feels a little bit out of place to me because there should have been more actual tag teams and they just it felt like it was a scramble just to promote singles. Even though last year their best team was two people who were singles, but they worked together so well. I think that and now one's a traitorous bastard. <laughs> I I think that also goes to the this pandemic wrestling sucks. Yeah. Like they don't they can't get all their people in that they want to. They had fucking Austin Gray and Dr. Roxo the Rock and Roll Clown in a tag team fighting Austin Theory and what's his ass at some point. Like this they they were scrounging for people for some of this. And I mean that also goes with a lot of the people that they released earlier in the year that Can we... have that that lower end talent. Can Ever w... Rise was in this fucking tournament. Oh, oh my. Can we just have like a fight island like UFC but for wrestling? <laughs> and then everybody can just ride a ship to the island and quarantine to wrestle? Uh, I would not hate that. I mean... Well, that's, that's probably what, they... what AEW is going to do. Yeah, like that's what they're doing. Why not just bring all of your people Raw, SmackDown, then you get all these cross-promotion, cross-brand matches that everybody wants to see. Whatever. Uh, but that's why we don't have jobs in wrestling, I guess, because we make too much sense. Uh, yeah, so anyway, our actual topic today, and this is 34 minutes into this, it's probably going to be less than <laughs> the uh, the preamble of all the bullshit we've been saying so far, uh, is our TakeOver Vengeance Day preview. So Vengeance is an old WWE event. It's not a WCW, not a rehashed WCW event for once. No. Uh, there's only been eight of them. The last one was in 2011. Before that, it was in 2017. Triple H was on the original poster. In the, 90s, but... in the 90s, right? No, I think it was like 2001 was the first oh, one okay. or something. Um, but yeah, he was Triple H was on the original poster, but he wasn't on the card for what I could see. Remember, a card is subject to change. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know what happened. Uh, but anyway, there, there was some. There's been some notable matches there. So that was the night that um, the champion Chris Jericho beat The Rock and Austin. Um, oh yeah, yeah. Presumably, this was before conspiracy theory rotted his brain beyond decency. <laughs> but that that was a really cool match. That was a really cool night when that did happen. Um, Triple H, just to tie this into him, because he's Papa of NXT, he's competed in three of them, he's main evented in, oh no, he was in four of them actually, main evented in three of them, twice was uh, singles with Batista, against Batista and Hell in a Cell, against Chris Benoit, and then in DX. DX. Yeah, with Triple H or with uh, Shawn Michaels, they fought the Miz and like the Spirit Squad, dude. I don't know why that was a main event. Why these were the dark years? These were the years that this we were not we were, gonna get, we were gone. Yeah, uh, there's only been one other takeover in February, and this is probably the last one. This is definitely the last one scheduled in the wiki, but I'm sure this will be the last one that we see until April, which is when WrestleMania. So we'll skip a month. It yeah. won't be too bad. Not bad. Not bad. Yeah. Uh, we'll go in order of ascending importance, even though I'm pretty sure the women are going to kick it off because I, I don't really think don't think can... they should be kicking it off. No, for sure. Nah, I don't, I don't either, but actually for a card makeup, looking at this, that's the reason I think that they'll be leaving this off, but we'll start off again with least important, uh, Kushida versus Gargano for the North American title. You think Kushida finally finally gets over the hump in America? Okay, or at least okay. in NXT? Kushida finally wins because I can't stand Gargano the way he is. <laughs> I know you probably loved this week when he was in his wheelchair being carried it was with so him. so funny! I was just, no, I can't. And even Candace, like, trying to hold him back, too. I was like, oh, God. Um, that was hilarious. When he hit Johnny and then Candace just lost her shit, that was awesome. <laughs> um, but because he... Dexter Dexter Loomis wants the North American title, but he doesn't mind waiting when he for him to attack. So I'll let Kushida get this, and it'll be ringside making sure no one interferes. So yeah, Kushida's think, gonna win. I think Dexter Loomis wants him some Austin Theory because <laughs> he keeps betting more than that title. He's yeah. doing the same thing. When he pulled him in, I was like, he ate him. Austin Theory's <laughs> gone. We're never gonna see him again. 
Uh, I think I think you're right. I re- at least I really hope so. I I think it's finally time for Kushida to be a, a title holder and and have some matches that are that have some importance behind them. It's so uh, it's so sad though because he's so good and he's done so many great matches, and he has to kind of turn into turn into like a thug, somewhat to finally get his titles. Like, come on, man! Uh, he travels through time. He doesn't need to be a thug. <laughs> Doctor Who's not a thug. Yeah, once he gets it back, like then he can just do what he needs to from there. So yeah, I agree. I think I hope I hope Kushida wins too. Um, petulant Gargano in this form will be really funny. I I and like there's not there's no bad bad outcome here. Uh, so yes, the what we said before. This will be our final prediction. MSK versus Grizzle Young Vets. I believe you already gave what you want. Do you think that will happen? Yes, MSK. MSK has to win. I willed it into the world. I know what you're gonna say. God damn it! No, I agree. I want them to win because what I would do, the way that I would book it now, the way that it's played out, is Grizzled Young Vets lose again, and you're gonna hate this. They get to it next year and win next year. But MSK coming in and winning and this whole like destined storyline that they've been trying to play out, that would be awesome, and it would immediately make an MSK MSK legit in this tag team in this tag team division. And it's what this tag they have shown that they're what this tag team division needs. Mm. So that or would be you, awesome. Or you can just, you know, let Brazango win and and show how good they are and but whatever. <laughs> I'm not yeah. grumpy. Yeah, we need to see more of them. I mean MSK versus Brazango would be it would awesome. Would be awesome, yeah. But so yeah, then the whoever wins this will at some point get a match versus uh for the brand if that's what their name is gonna be. Which uh, gives player Pat one, McAfee player two just enough time to get back from uh the super bowl which is which was triple h's um excuse for him not being around during this whole season which i mean it works out because it it was it worked it just worked out timing wise uh raquel versus dakota or or raquel and dakota versus shotzi and ember for the first ever women's dusty Rhodes tag team tournament who you got it's totally gonna be raquel and dakota Ain't nobody yeah, gonna lose to Big Mommy Cool. I love Shotzi and I love Ember Moon now. Like, but they get a shot at the champs, and I just want to see like, I really want to see Raquel just punch her in the face. And we all know who we're talking about, <laughs> especially since she hurt her ass. That's that's such yes. a shirt now, like you said. That's the one thing that I'm I'm hoping doesn't. I mean. No, no. I do want them to win. There's one thing that I'm just hoping doesn't happen, and that's Raquel gets injured. Uh, Because it just seems like that's the way the universe is going to go. And But, I mean, Big Molly Cool seems indestructible from from everything that we've seen. Not just in the ring, like, just in general. She's a beast. So, hopefully not. Hopefully they win. Hopefully they get those title belts, and they finally come to NXT. I agree with you. I think they're going to win. Uh, the one thing that has me apprehensive about saying for sure that they are going to is Shotzi and Ember have merch, like uh, combined. Yeah, merch. they do. Yeah, but you don't bring like Raquel and Dakota have been together for so long and been given nothing. Yeah, I mean they won War Games, so I guess, I guess I can't say nothing. But they've been given nothing as a duo. This is what I would like to see that. And then uh, well, I talked about this on on. Uh, semi basics guide too, so you can listen to that. But the dynamic between Dakota and Shayna is gonna be very interesting because the last time they were together, she was just a frightened puppy, and now that she's got Raquel, is she gonna what a fool? Back to that? <laughs> or is she gonna yeah, is she gonna pop off and then get choked out and murdered again? Uh, really, we should just make this a singles between Shayna and Raquel. Yeah. Whatever to see, see, whatever just to see it, that'd be great. But I just really want Raquel to punch her in the face. (laughs) Uh, It it did get announced that they will get those a a shot at the tag team. I guess it wasn't a given. No, it wasn't a given. We all just assumed that it was because that's the only tag team titles that you have. Yeah, they had to come out and say it. But unless Triple H gets super annoyed, he's like, "Fuck this! I'm making my own." (laughs) We all knew what you guys were gonna do. Whatever. He was, supposedly he said something about getting another a possibility about getting a uh, another women's belt in like a mid Carter. 
That would be yeah, good. but then I, I also read him saying earlier in the press conference how he hated like just too many belts in a promotion. So I was like, make up your damn mind, dude. Uh, anyway, moving on to the NXT Women's Championship, we will have Mercedes Martinez versus Tony Storm versus Io Shirai. Who you got? Two of these do not deserve to be here. I'm not saying forever. I didn't catch her saying that. It was a promo. But Io should still hold on to this. Just because it shouldn't be fucking Mercedes Martinez. And definitely not Tony Storm. Because I have not seen them prove anything to me that deserves this at all. Um, And Io at least should fall to somebody more deserving of it. Shit, let me see. Let me see Io as a champion wrestle Scarlet a little bit. Let me see her fall to Raquel, get destroyed, and then move up like something like that. That's at least two pendejas. Like, <laughs> it, it 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 makes no sense to me. And and I'm uh, glad and I'm glad they're doing this just to get these two out of the way. That's how I feel. <laughs> like in the same shot. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. I. Th- I think they're gonna put on a good match. To be honest. I mean, I think Tony and Io are gonna put on a good match. Tony and Io, because they'll do I'll, the May Young Classic rematch. I would definitely say go back and watch that before watching this. And I like Tony's promo. I loved it. I if she wins, I will not be upset. But I don't think that she will. I think Io keeps it because they're still trying to make Io a thing because everybody still loves Io. My rant and what I was alluding to earlier is at some point in there, she said she's going to be NXT champion forever, which like, no, no, there is one forever champion. Stop trying to claim the title. It exists. It's Kaylee Ray. I don't know why Michael and other people keep trying to take her belt. She will be forever champion and nobody else can claim that title. So back off. You are going to get broken by Raquel. Go do that, please. It's, Uh, it's okay. It's okay. (laughs) Nobody respects my champion. Your champion needs f- to come to 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 NXT, get shipped on a boat, gonna, and then we. This can is gonna move. be my supervillain uh, origin story. Is I'm gonna try and like hijack every screen in the world just to broadcast that Piper, <laughs> that Piper and Kaylee match. Uh, All right, anyway, Mr. Glass. I think that Io is also gonna win, but I. I kind of want Tony Storm to win just because I think that it would freshen things up here and Io needs to be knocked off a little bit for her to be not even if she wins it right back on NXT I would hate I wouldn't hate that because Io does need to be slapped around a little bit as champion we haven't really seen that even though she's been going against like Rhea and she's been going like she comes away from everything so unscathed that it's just it's getting a little bit out there for me and I I want something fresh personally Okay. Uh, then the the what will be the main event was already announced. I, take that what you will. Uh, Pete Dunn versus Ben Balor, just versus Finn Balor. First time Finn ever. Balor. First time ever. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Pete Dunn looks like he he's still taking those roids. <laughs> Finn Balor is like Prince from Bullet Club, ready to shoot on him. Um, Finn's not gonna lose this. I'm sorry. <laughs> this yeah. is just gonna keep giving him more momentum until either Walter or Carrie, whatever happens with Carrie, or who comes up next. Because I yeah. really hope like how we would remake Carrie and Walter because it also helps Finn look amazing. And I Finn deserves to hold on to the belt for a lot longer. Maybe not as long as your your boy, but. Just long enough until the right person shows up, but it's not going to be Pete. Pete should yeah. probably win the UK championship if he goes back. Yeah, yeah I agree with all that. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't want to see Finn lose it yet because, especially with the, these bigger fish and like the the lures that you can put out there saying, Oh, is Edge actually going to fight Finn Balor? I mm-hmm. don't know. Finn Balor versus Edge is just way more appealing than Pete Dunne versus Edge. And it's not because Pete Dunne isn't good, but it's Finn fucking Balor. Uh, yeah, so I hope he keeps it. We'll see where it goes after that. Um, what, if they do, what if they do a fatal four-way for, for the belts at WrestleMania? Who walks away with all of them? So it'd be, it'd be Roman. It'd be... The guy with the sword, it'd be Edge, 
and uh and Finn. Yeah. Like that would be cool. Yeah, it, Roman it, takes that. Roman takes away all those belts, dude. <laughs> There's no way all of them walk into a ring and Roman doesn't walk away with all those belts. Whoever you pin, that's whose belt you take. I don't know if he was ever NXT champion, so that might Drew be... Drew McIntyre, I think, was NXT champion. He was, for yeah. sure. He took it off of Almas, I think. Uh, but that that might be interesting, for sure, for, for Roman's angle. To just keep all the gold and all the main belts and it's, just, yeah. like, either not hand them out or when he takes them, he cheats to win like he has been the last few and just controls the company for, like, the second half of He's all like, when I said I was at the head of the table, I didn't just mean a smackdown. I meant the whole company like that would be a nice is, you go back a year and tell so tell any wrestling fan that and they're like fucking, fucking I hate, hate roman reigns yeah i hate roman reigns i hate this man i hate that they're shoving it down our throat you actually let it play out and they're like oh man this is so badass <laughs> uh, wrestling fans including us are so fucking fickle <laughs> Uh, so a special prediction for next week because we did get this announced Karrion Cross versus the champion of champions Santos Escobar not all the not, not even all the Spanish gods can protect you my son <laughs> Karen, the apocalypse is coming as if it was foretold on the on the belt so yeah, yeah. Karrion's gonna win this he, yeah. won't, he won't win the belt but he's gonna whoop Escobar's ass for opening his mouth yeah, because Karrion's not 205 pounds, so he's not going to yeah. be eligible for the belt, but they... It's going to be a good match, in my this. opinion, just because of how close they are. Um, yeah, yeah, for sure. I really loved that, just the way that they... It's funny, like, when they stuck... When they got face-to-face with each other, I loved it was that. Cool. I loved the no fear in Santos' But none of this this past week. And it was exactly what I was going to say. Like, it was so organic. They actually looked like they had a... Like, we're going to fucking kill each other. And then it was just so staged and ugh, this week with all the matches that they were doing at the end of it. I hated that. I'm glad you brought that up because I did want to I did want to say on air that I hated that. So the WWE has somebody yeah, don't on force record. It. Yeah, don't force it. it don't terrible. plan it out. Uh, Yeah, I want Santos to win, but I don't think it's going to. Especially with his boys being laid out this week, he and he's still a champ. He will still be a champion after he loses, so he can take that heat. I we'll see where Karrion Cross goes from that. Yeah. Well, hopefully it, it makes his storyline better. It, it whatever happens so far, it's working because I'm paying more attention. And all I gotta say, it's good to be regal sometimes because man, some of the guests you get in your office out of nowhere. <laughs> Good for you, man. Good for you. Even though he's very <laughs> gentleman-like. Well, this week, yeah. yeah. Other times, he's got fucking Malcolm Bivens and all these other people in his office. Lock your damn office, dude. Oh, 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 oh. We do have to talk about this. I, We can't let this week go by without talking about crypto GameStop millionaire Cameron Grimes. Oh, my God. How did we almost forget this? Oh, uh, yeah. He's so rich. <laughs> It was, as he's, like, getting to it and each line that he lays out, I didn't think he was going to get to the Dogecoin. When they, when he was like, I go to this, when he started talking about playing video games, I was like, yes, they're actually going to name drop this whole GameStop thing. And they did. And then he goes on to also say Dogecoin, which they didn't even say, pronounce right. Oh, man, that was so good. This country bumpkin is amazing. Is a crypto millionaire. <laughs> it, it did get a little Ric Flair-y for me, and I'm not a f- big fan of Ric Flair, so I will say that. You gotta tone back the Ric Flair on it next week and be more Cameron Grimes. But that was awesome, and I really love I'm really gonna get excited about this new angle. If if they sell a blazer that he was wearing and then back it's stitched to the moon, I so wanna get that. <laughs> Dude, I didn't. That was the one surprise. I did not know they were gonna tie. Cause I mean, this. If you didn't know or follow the whole Game stock stuff, thing, yeah. that was that was the thing. To the moon, we're gonna push Dogecoin to the moon. We're gonna push these stocks to the moon. And for that, like, I wonder if he actually sat there and was like, "Hey, they're stealing my shit. I could use this." Or who came up with that that tied those two together? But when they when they when he said it in his promo, was just like, "Oh, I was like, oh man, it was awesome." I was just cracking up. He's like, what was I going to do? I'm not going to wrestle. I'm take my time. And 
I went to this fine establishment called GameStop and I just busted a lot. Where he's like, I started playing some video games. I learned video games are pretty cool. <laughs> Leave it to fucking Cameron Grimes to wait until he's 28 or however old he is to never play a video game. Fucking Country Bumpkin over here. He finally takes his WWE money that has been he has in a pillow sack. And he goes spend it on video games. He took his moonshine and pillow sack down to GameStop. You know he's playing like a fucking old ass Super Nintendo too. He's not playing a PlayStation Five or an Xbox Series S. He couldn't handle that. His brain would have melted. <laughs> he's like, I got more money than Elon Musk. I got a rocket outside. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh man, this character's I'm, amazing. I am excited I'm... for that. I can't wait to see where it goes from here and who he, who he feuds with from here. <laughs> oh man, it's great to see him back. I'm so happy. That that yeah. was just one like the best surprises you can have during a week. Yeah, for sure. The the country millionaire is an angle that I don't think that we've seen. Like we've had like uh like IRS and like a billionaire billion dollar Ted DiBiase. I think there's been a couple other like millionaire characters and rich guys, but I at least mainstream I had, I don't think we've seen we've seen the country millionaire. Well, JBL was just kind of like, he was just a, he was just a wrestler dude. I don't think he, he was fancy in his suits, but he wasn't a millionaire. This is going to be fun. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> to the moon, baby. <laughs> I mean, he's a billionaire. I should, I should not insult him that way. That's true. Uh, yeah. We are your biggest fan, fans, Cameron Grimes. So if you would like to sponsor this podcast, to the moon, our baby. email <laughs> is in the notes, <laughs> and our Twitter is also in the notes. Uh, we've always been your biggest supporters. Well, don't listen to that one episode where we didn't like your first promo. Everyone after that has been us increasingly falling in love with you. When so, we fi- when we finally saw you do a cave in, and it was totally horrifying. We we're like, we're on the we're on board. <laughs> uh, and I say country bumpkin lovingly. Yes. This whole this whole last segment that I've been saying it, <laughs> that I've been calling you that. Um, I think we're at the end of the topics that we had written down. Did you have anything else? Uh, everybody keep wearing a mask. Be safe. Don't be dumb. And don't worry. You'll get a vaccine soon. They just came out with this. <laughs> yeah, stop trying to skip the line. I just know. Wait your turn. That's we'll what I was like. I've been. Uh, I'm gonna make a small rant on this just because I can. I've seen clips of people saying, I've been struggling forever to find a vaccine. And I go, they just released it within the last month and a half. Give them time to give it to you because it it goes in order. Like, it's okay. You can wait. Like, you're going to get it. Just keep doing the stuff to stay home, protect yourself, and protect the people you care about and people you don't care about. Because... Self-sacrifice is what made this country great, and it seems like people forgot that. That's my thing. (laughs) I think it's a good note to end it on. Uh, Yeah, I guess we will be back when we're back with... We'll we'll have another topic. Oh, well, yeah, actually, we do probably got a recap, so we'll we'll maybe do that. We'll do that next week, and we'll have actually an episode on Sunday. Probably. (laughs) All right, bye. Bye.